0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Camel Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Michaela and I have Amy here with me.
1: Hi Michaela. Today we're gonna talk about the importance of sleep and how to deal with being at home for the extended break this year. Oh, geez.
0: So going home for a break is a great distraction from the demands of college, but the novelty can wear off pretty quickly before it's time to return to campus. So what are some great ways to stay sane during this time?
1: So lots of research has shown practicing self-care and good mental health strategies are going to be your best bets. Yoga, meditation, stretching, those are some great options, you know, low-key, don't really require a whole lot of extra equipment or energy. Um, I recommend participating in the grocery shopping and meal prep. Um, you know, this will help develop and maintain those healthy habits that the, that you've, you know, grown up having or developed since coming to college. Um, you know, it gives you a little bit more social interaction with the family and getting out to the grocery store. Just make sure you're wearing your masks and using hand sanitizer. Um, Other great ways, you know, completing those workouts that the strength and conditioning team are sending out, there's gonna be another one coming out for the beginning of January for phase two. And most importantly, I think you should definitely figure out how to continue socializing, you know, maintain those physical distance and guidelines, but with technology these days, FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, they're all great options for staying connected for with friends, with family, with your teammates while you're away. At campus, and if people are spread out around the country, um, you know personally, I have a weekly virtual visit with my family because we're all spread out out of state. Um, so we every Saturday morning we Facetime and we have breakfast and coffee and we discuss what's been going on for the week and what we have planned for the weekend. And it's just been a really great and helpful way to stay connected with my parents and my sisters, and you know feel like we're not quite so far away and detached from everything.
0: That's awesome. I I love that you guys are doing that. And I think that's some of the best ways to continue to feel good during these times is to to stick with some sort of a routine every day can kind of seem a little bit crazy. Um, So sticking to a routine, I feel like really helps. Um, It definitely doesn't need to be as structured or as filled as your days on campus might be. Um, But I find continuing to wake up at a set time. So setting some sort of an alarm. Uh, eating a healthy breakfast and then getting some type of movement in or fresh air every day are really great ways to to continue to take care of yourself during this time when you're home, even if it's just walking to the end of the driveway and back or, or whatever it is, get out there and get a little bit of movement, get out of your bed and, and quit the Netflix binging.
1: <laughs> Everybody likes a good Netflix binge, but yeah, I'm with Michaela. Definitely like find a way to get out, get up, get moving around. Um, you know, and to go back to the yoga and the meditation, those are great for great options for being able to get yourself up and get some movement in and also to center your thoughts and kind of collect yourself a little bit. You know they have tons of physical and mental benefits, so you get that physical activity and that mental health care. Um, you know they've yoga' has been shown to help increase flexibility and muscle strength. Both of them help to improve respiration. Um, you know, enhance your athletic performance, decrease your risk of injury, and everybody loves a decreased risk of injury. You know, we would r- much rather you guys were on the field or the court or wherever it is versus in our office. But we do enjoy getting to see you, whether you know, good's or bads. Um, but the, you know, they'll also help give you a more positive outlook. You know that that meditation and yoga it helps with mental clarity and calmness, relieving stress patterns and you know center your attention and concentration and you know that's been shown to help fight depression and anxiety and definitely with improving sleep quality so you know there's also a link to some healthy eating habits to go back to nutrition so you know everything's kind of interrelated so you got to you got to do what you can and what works for you but you know definitely self-care is a great way to go and you know yoga and meditation there's tons of sessions available online with technology now so free free sessions on youtube or spotify um you know if you just do a quick google search i'm sure tons of stuff will come up to try it out and there's lots of different kinds of yoga and meditation so you know play around with it and see what's see what works best for you
0: yeah that's something that i've um started doing recently once it started to get kind of cold i didn't want to go for walks as much anymore so i've been doing um yoga through the the Peloton app, which isn't a free app, but I absolutely love it. And then the yoga has been a great way for me for recovery after workouts. And just like at the end of a long day to do a quick, you know, 10 minute yoga stretch, you just feel so much better afterwards, like you said, like mental clarity, and, and you just feel great afterwards. So that's something that I have recently tried and, and has been really great for me. Um, and like I said, with it being winter and the sun not shining as much, it can get a little tough. You're not going to spend as much time outside. Um, and some people may struggle with these seasonal changes a little bit more than others. Um, so Amy actually had shared this drug-free sport, uh, came out with a couple recommendations for a few different things that you can do, uh, daily to combat these as best as possible. Right. Um, But they include getting outside or even just sitting in front of a window if it's too cold outside um, and you get some natural light during the day. Another thing that I have personally done in the past um, is what's called like a happy light. And it's just light therapy that mimics natural sunlight. Um, So you get the benefits, but there's no harmful effects of the UV rays, which has been really great because you don't want to be, you know, in a tanning bed or or anything like that instead. So that's something to potentially check out if it's something you're interested in.
1: Yeah, I've heard really great things about those lights. Um, You know, lots of positive feedback that I've seen in the research on them. So definitely, you know, if that's something that someone is able to acquire, you know, not everybody's finances might be therefore depending on what the price range is but that's a great option and i mean yeah just sitting in front of the window i i you know enjoy like a hot beverage you know a cup of nice tea some coffee warm milk um you know and and just enjoy the peace and quiet that there is in the winter time you know um so and to move on a little bit to sleep speaking of warm beverages and peace and quiet Mm -hmm. uh, everybody knows you're supposed to be getting about eight hours of sleep you know, a night. But it's not always possible, you know, with studying finals and projects and practices and travel and all that, you know, student athletes tend to not get that eight hour optimal level of sleep. But it is really important. Um, and not everybody might understand why. So we wanted to delve into sleep a little bit as well and talk about, you know, the benefits of getting that optimal night's sleep for you.
0: Yeah, so, so poor sleep can actually create delayed response time, fatigue, and poor decision making, uh, as well as impaired cognitive performance. It really can make a huge impact on you, and, and it could be one night or accumulative um, if you're not getting enough sleep every single night. Like, that adds up. Um, and as a student athlete, not getting enough sleep really increases your, your risk of injury. Again, like we talked about with so many of these things, the risk of injury can increase uh, if you're not taking care of yourself and and sleep is one of the most important in my mind. Um, and again, it also delays your recovery. So maybe you're a little bit sore after those strength and conditioning workouts for a couple more days. If you're only sleeping, you know, some people four or five hours a day, I, I love sleep too much. I love my bed too much. So I'm like, I, I can't do that, but there's some people like my sister sleeps four hours and it's crazy. Ah, But you're actually also more likely to develop mental health symptoms or or disorders because of this. So we can't harp on it enough. Sleep is, you know, so, so, so important and and might even be one of the easiest changes that you can make to your schedule.
1: Definitely. And, you know, physiologically speaking, sleep releases that growth hormone that is going to allow for the muscle repair and muscle protein synthesis in your body. And those are what is going to help with your recovery. So, if you're not getting enough sleep, then that growth hormone isn't going to be released as effectively. So when you decrease the growth hormone levels, you're actually going to end up increasing your stress hormones. Um, And those stress hormones are going to wreak havoc with your body, you know, you're, you're going to have effects of your appetite, um, because the appetite regulating hormone is now going to be affected, you're going to have negative effects on glucose tolerance, lean mass dietary intake, so you're not going to be able, you're not going to get the proper nutrition out of what you're eating because everything is all thrown off and now your body has to work that much harder to kind of like put everything where it needs to go, um, you know, when, when you're not getting enough of that sleep.
0: So a lot of this stuff can seem super, super o- overwhelming. I mean, with all the demands of being both a college student, an athlete, trying to be a good friend, everything else that's going on in your in your normal life, how are you really supposed to get over eight eight plus hours uh, of sleep a night? You know, one of the most
1: common recommendations out there in regards to sleep is maintaining a regular sleep schedule. So, you know, having a, a fairly consistent time that you're going to go to bed every night is really important. Avoiding caffeine, you know, that's going to keep you awake. It's not going to you know, caffeine too close to trying to go to bed is not going to let your mind shut off the way that it needs to. So, you know, the recommendation is to avoid caffeine at least six hours before bedtime. Um, you know, ideally anything after like noon or early afternoon is is really when you should be stopping your caffeine intake at that point. Um, you know, and refraining from heavy meals, those heavy meals, the fried food, the spicy food, the really acidic food, all of those things, you know, they're going to unsettle your stomach more likely, you're gonna have more likely to have some acid reflux issues when you lay down, you know, when you're laying down because of the horizontal position, acid reflux can actually increase. And a lot of people have those episodes more at night because of the horizontal positioning. Um, So you know, avoiding things like that are definitely gonna allow to allow you to have a better night's sleep.
0: Right, right. And another big thing, I think, with this age group, too, and I struggle with it, too, is instead of being on your phone or your computer or watching TV at night, finding a different kind of relaxing bedtime routine, ritual, whatever you want to want to call it, Um, like you talked about that warm beverage, right? Maybe it's a cup of tea um, with limited caffeine before you go to bed or reading or even just taking like a warm shower or listening to calming music um, can make a huge, huge difference. Um, those blue lights, such as like the TV, video games, computers, or smartphones, they really are like a stimulant to you, almost like caffeine. And, you know, they'll keep you awake the longer you you scroll through TikTok or, or whatever it is that you're wasting your time doing that I also am guilty of. So uh practice what i preach you know <laughs> um but if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed um try keeping a pen or notepad by your bed and you can also write down those thoughts that are kind of keeping you up late at night even if you're practicing a bedtime routine sometimes focusing on the day that you just had or the day that you have ahead can get a little overwhelming uh, so sometimes finding a little journal, if it's five minutes, you just write down the things that you're, you can't get out of your head and you get them on a piece of paper. Maybe that can kind of help you calm down and, and really get some good quality sleep.
1: Yeah. And th- those are great suggestions. I know lots, lots of people are, you know, pretty technology dependent these days. And, you know, so I think, I think it's not just a generational thing I, I think it's just everybody right now, especially with the circumstances going on. You know, we all just get too focused on that tech. Um, and you know, one other suggestion for improving your sleep quality is checking your room. You know, not just your room at home, but check your room in the dorm um, when you get back to campus in February. You know, ideally, you want the room cool. You know, maybe with a fan. Uh, If you're not able to control the thermostat, I know the dorms, you can't really control the temperature in them. So, you know, having a fan gives you a great option. Um, And try to get it as dark as you can. If you don't have room darkening blinds or room darkening curtains, you know, you could try a sleep mask um, to cover over your eyes that blocks out a little bit more light there. You could try hanging like a dark sheet over the window, um, you know, with thumbtacks or, you know, adding a curtain rod and just kind of loop you know, looping it over that um, and drowning out noises. You know, the fan is twofold. It helps with the keeping the room a consistent temperature, but it also helps to drown out noises. It's a cheap version of those white noise machines. Um, <laughs> but even try earplugs. I, I know not everybody would be comfortable sleeping in those. So the, the fans and the white noise machines, those will definitely help kind of give you a consistent tone to drown out some of those outside noises that you can't control.
0: Yeah, and I know you can find some of those um, white noise like sound effects on either Spotify or um, I'm sure Apple Music has it or, or YouTube or something like that. If, if that's something you wanted to try without, like you said, investing in one of those machines because I feel like those can get a little expensive or you know unnecessary if you have access to it online. Um, but I do think all those suggestions are great. I hope that this can kind of help someone that's listening, one of our listeners, um, adjust their, their routine and, and continue to take care of themselves while they're away. Um, so next time we're going to be continuing the conversation about taking care of yourself. Uh, and we'll be talking about proper hydration and kind of an introduction to the general nutrition. Um, like we talked about, that's huge in, in recovery and injury and, and overall health. So, If you have any questions that you want us to address specifically on those topics or any other topic, um, make sure you're reaching out to our Instagram account at Camel Sports Medicine or the Twitter at CC Sport Medicine. So all questions we kind of agreed would just be anonymous unless you didn't want that, Um, but they're going to be anonymous. So we'll make sure that we can uh, give you guys what you want and and answer your, your burning questions, whether you want to ask us directly or, like I said anonymously I think I think it'll be a really great topic to to dive into next.